You are listening to A Cup of Tea with the DBE, brought to you by the Daughters of the British Empire. British Empire is a 501c3 non-profit American Society of Women of British or Commonwealth birth or ancestry, sharing and promoting our heritage while supporting local charities and our senior living facilities across the U.S. Good afternoon and welcome to A Cup of Tea with the DBE. That's right, we have a new name, but otherwise we're the same podcast you've been listening to. I hope your new year is off to a great start. Uh, Remember, I want to hear from you. Are you an expert on something and would like to chat about it? Is your hometown famous for something? Do you have any hobbies you'd like to share with our listeners? And if your chapter has any upcoming events, let me know. If you've just had an event and it was successful, let me know. What charities are you supporting this year? I want to know and I want to share your hard work and good news with everyone listening. Given that we are still winding down from the hectic holidays, I just have another short episode for you today. Now back on episode 3, we had Mary Hawks tell us all about how tea came to be so popular. This episode will focus on one particular blend, one of my favorites, Earl Grey. So pour yourself a cup of tea, Earl Grey perhaps? and get comfortable. I'm going to start with a food and wine article linked in the show notes, which says, According to Todd Chatterton, director of coffee and tea at New York's 11 Madison Park, Earl Grey, which consists of black tea flavored with bergamot, a type of citrus, is one of the most fundamental, approachable types of tea, representing an anchoring point in tea culture due to its mild, balanced taste. It's something that everyone has had once in their life. End quote. The House of Grey predates the Doomsday Book and even includes Lady Jane Grey, who has been mentioned previously for haunting Hampton Court Palace. The first Earl Grey, Charles No Flint Grey, was a major general during the Revolutionary War and earned his nickname when he ordered his troops to remove the flints from their muskets, preventing them from discharging their guns so as not to alert the colonists to their position. He led troops in the Baylor Massacre, the Battle of Germantown, and the raids on New Bedford and Martha's Vineyard before returning to Britain, where he was knighted and had seven children. Earl Grey Tea is most likely named after the oldest of those seven children, also named Charles, the second Earl Grey, who was politically known for being a leader of the Whig Party and serving as Prime Minister from 1830 to 1834. As Prime Minister, he is most remembered for the Reform Act of 1832, and enacting the abolition of slavery throughout the British Empire. Yet the exact origins of Earl Grey tea remain unclear. There are two main theories about how the tea came to be. The first theory suggests that either Charles himself or one of his envoys saved a man's son from drowning whilst in China. The man was a tea blender and gifted Charles with a box of tea that he blended specifically for the Earl. However, there is no evidence that Charles ever went to China, so this theory is most likely a legend. The second theory states that the blend was created for Charles's home where the water was mineral heavy. Thus, the citrus flavor of the bergamot oil was intended to soften the taste of lime scale. Charles's wife, Lady Mary Elizabeth Grey, then served this blend to visiting diplomats and guests. When they showed their enjoyment of the tea, 
She asked for it to be available for others to purchase, though it was never registered as a trademark, so many companies the world over create their own Earl Grey blends. Another accepted origin is simply that crates of bergamot oranges had been stowed too closely to crates of black tea during shipment, and the tea absorbed the essence of the bergamot. Unlike Earl Grey, Lady Grey tea is trademarked by Twinings. They created the blend in an attempt to appeal to a more global market as they found the flavors of traditional Earl Grey tea were too strong for some palates, like those of Nordic countries. Like Earl Grey, Lady Grey also has bergamot oil, the orange and lemon peel are also added to create more of a citrus flavor to round out the tea flavor. Earl Grey has around 50 milligrams of caffeine per cup, enough to give you that boost of energy, but not enough to make you jittery or have a crash that coffee's 90 milligrams might cause. And because of the citrus, these teas are not only delicious, but have health benefits too. Citrus, of course, means vitamin C, and that's a boost to your immune system. There are also antioxidants that are known to prevent cavities and the breakdown of tooth enamel, as well as eliminate free radicals, support heart health, and lower cholesterol, and anti-inflammatory properties, which can alleviate muscle aches, cramps, constipation, bloat, and nausea. To brew the perfect cup of Earl Grey, use loose leaf tea for best results. One teaspoon or six grams of loose leaf tea per cup. Use water between 200 and 212 degrees Fahrenheit, as is the case for most black teas. I usually let my kettle rest for a minute once it has boiled. Steep your tea for 3 to 4 minutes, depending on how strong you like the flavor, but keep in mind after 4 or 5 minutes, your tea will start to become bitter. I like mine as is, but if you must add something to your Earl Grey or Lady Grey, it's suggested that lemon is the best option, with sugar if desired. These teas pair nicely with madeleines, which have their own subtle citrus flavor, but lemon loaf or lemon tea bread are also good options. Until the 1930s, gin was often added to Earl Grey, and though it is less common now, Earl Grey is again gaining popularity as a mixer in cocktails. And if that's something you're interested in, we'll post a recipe on social media and on our website. And on that note, I think I'm going to get myself another cup of Earl Grey. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, or contributions, you can email us at podcast at dbenational.org. And don't forget to give us a like or a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Until next time. Not ourselves, but the fools.